0: their families they bring chairs and and whatnot and they took all those benches away so nobody could gather oh
1: i know it's been kind of silly is it all over the world knows what this thing was yeah know.
0: yeah we were happy when they put those benches back yeah
1: well let's do this thing let me record the video and stream the radio and then so it must be um, five o'clock there
0: Yeah, five
1: hundred three. Five hundred three. And then, are most of your patients like in the United States, or how does it? You have them all over the world. Yeah,
0: mostly anglophone all over the world, Uh but uh, um, I do speak German, French. I studied Mandarin, but it's pretty much anglophone.
1: Yeah, what does that mean, anglophone?
0: English-speaking most of my patients are Uh english-speaking so australia u.s canada but also europe
1: wow are you fluent italian as
0: well i am now wow yeah
1: (laughs) you'll get there right okay yeah well let's have some fun here you hold on and we'll we'll do this okay ...and then we're going to record you... ...and then we're going to record audio... Hello, <coughs> ...audio... ...and then we're going to stream... ...yeah, this will do it... ...okay... From the Hill Country in Texas... ...broadcasting worldwide... ...this is OneRadioNetwork.com Well, very pleasant good morning to you... ...this is Patrick Timpone... It's the 15th of November, 2022, and uh, nice to have you here broadcasting live from our palatial studios in Dripping Springs, Texas, where we've been getting a little bit of rain, so thank the rain angels for that. If you'd like to be on the show, our phone number, 888 email patrick at oneradionetwork.com tis a Tuesday morning in a couple of hours uh, you'll hear from Dr. Andrew Kaufman as you know he's probably been one of the forefront folks with Lanka Colin Kaufman Bulmer you know the rest of them Uh, Melissa Sell and other folks that we've talked to where they um, contend that there never was a virus it's never been isolated and uh, uh, the Baileys in in Africa um, sorry, in Australia and New Zealand. So that work is, um, you know, they continue to spread that message and we're going to see what Dr. Kaufman is up to now after a couple of years of uh, show me the virus. Right, show me the virus thing. Uh, So we'll do that in a couple of hours. First up this morning is a nice lady that somehow I ran across her, I think it was one of my videos when I was exploring uh, carnivore Um, diet some months ago. Somehow she showed up there, and her name is Dr. Elizabeth Bright, and she's a um, doctor of osteopathy, also a naturopathic doctor. Both of those um, degrees and studies were in Europe, and I believe in in London, and uh, she works with patients around the world, and uh, she's written a book called Good Fat is Good for Women. I guess that's how she got in there on the carnivore thing because of the fat idea, it's a book on menopause. Good fat is good for women. I think women would like to hear that, Dr. Bright, because most ladies uh, are still out there trying to find low-fat yogurt, you know, since the 90s, right? Yeah. I mean, what's up with exactly. that? Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, actually, since the 80s, when that the uh, Times uh, Times Time Magazine article had that bacon right. and eggs, two eggs, uh, s- unhappy face, um, I know that my mother actually since the 50s my grandmother and my mother started uh, after ansel keys put out his fake uh, 7 country studies they all started eating low fat and unfortunately uh, lard was replaced by crisco shortening which is motor oil basically so when i mean when i mean good fat i mean cholesterol which has been demonized so animal fat because that is what our body Actually, makes hormones out of and cells and nerve endings and wow. and really good energy.
1: Wow, wow! And to this day, as you know, I can go into a you know the um, heavy food store, Whole Foods, or whatever in in Austin, mm-hmm. and virtually ninety five percent of the yogurts are low fat. To this day, mm-hmm. you can hardly find a full fat yogurt. Right. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it? after all this time yes wow
0: yeah well the message still is very underground and very alternative that you're (laughs) eating fat animal fat is uh, healthy certainly in in italy where i live they've taken that message the mediterranean diet that uh, Ansel keys uh, put forth as a way to um, prevent heart disease italians love that because even the parts of italy that aren't anywhere near the mediterranean Everybody, all the doctors are recommending the Mediterranean diet, of course, which is no animal fat. Oh, I and didn't Italy know. Has, oh. Yeah, Italy has the highest rate of juvenile diabetes in the world. Is that right?
1: Is that right? Now, you live in Italy, uh, down in uh, Sicily, oh, mm.
0: beautiful. Wow. No, in Puglia. Puglia. Puglia, which is. I live in the boot. Oh, in the, the bottom boot. of the boot. Yeah, so Italy's shaped like a boot, and I'm in the heel of the boot, and Sicily's an island. Oh,
1: off away yeah, here you're down in the boot. What a beautiful part right. of the world, though, isn't it? My goodness.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, Texas is too. My mother used yeah. to live in Alpine, Texas, so yeah. I know yeah. West Texas a little bit. Yeah,
1: it's it's a beautiful spot. So um, you're a doctor of osteopathy, correct? A DO, and I've been to a, a one in Austin. very cool where he does. Putting his hands around your head and just kind of doing this
0: cranial therapy,
1: cranial, and all these cool things. Do you do that? And yeah. tell folks what that's about because it's really fascinating. Yeah.
0: Yes. Well, oh, osteopathy is mm-hmm. uh, obviously your brain is your head is your cranium is connected to your spine, and osteopathy, like in naturopathy, um, removes um, obstructions to healing. So we believe that the body can heal itself if you've removed all the uh blocks in the road shall we say so in a spinal alignment can oh it, it can address indigestion it can address headaches um it's quite powerful but it wasn't powerful enough so that i studied endocrinology naturopathic endocrinology to um wasn't powerful enough to make up for people not eating properly, shall we say, you know, they, uh, I I realized I was treating a lot of women who had the same uh, tissue swelling around the neck, at the top of the spine. Um, No matter how many times I treated them, I would make them feel better, but it didn't address the root cause. So that's how I got into um, high fat, low carb diet.
1: Oh, so you found that even if you did all the good things possible uh, structure-wise with cranial or spine and, and other things, that without good fat that things didn't work for you? right
0: removing removing if they were living on sugar as their main energy source wow. it didn't work because that's inflammatory so they would be perpetuating the inflammation in their system and my treatments wouldn't stick we say it didn't stick it didn't so stick. they would have to come back I don't I could make a lot of money if they always came back but that's not what I'm about <laughs> I wanted to them to be better I wanted to address the root cause and so I went back to school and did uh, naturopathic endocrinology. In England, and that sort of—I had insight uh, from that.
1: So, naturopathic endocrinology—if it's taught in this country as well as where you were, Dr. Bright—did they were they keyed in on some real good nutritional ideas, or were they behind the times as well?
0: In the U.S. or somewhat, and in the U.K., um, you would say if you went to a nat- any naturopathic school is going to be more plant based. So I kind of diverged from that. I um, I studied thyroid and adrenal function, and while uh, my colleagues would be perhaps recommending supplements, um, maybe even a high vegetable, more vegetables, I would I ended up doing the opposite. I took all the vegetables out and the carbs out. and I found amazing changes that way my patients wow.
1: this idea uh, that i've been talking to different carnivore people for the last six months when i did a carnivore diet i just fell off the mm-hmm. wagon immediately like i don't i you know you know what it was doc it was uh, i watched a video at two o'clock in the morning of sally k norton and she was talking oh, uh, you know, about yeah. the oxalates right so i'm writing this list of all my favorites foods and like almonds and kale and chard and you know, whatever. And it's like that's all I eat is oxalate. So I I just changed that moment. And uh, it's been a pretty interesting trip of almost six months. I I've never felt better. That's you know. I've never felt great. I never felt better. Uh, so so but this idea that so are you keyed into the whole oxalate thing with the with the vegetables and believe that they're they're just not necessary as well. Are you are you that far carnivore?
0: oh absolutely oh, yeah. um wow. i remove for two-week period i i remove all plant foods and then they can be if if the person comes along well enough some plants can be added we evolved to eat meat and fat hmm. and i really other foods are entertainment so if you're healed <laughs> you can have a little bit of entertainment it's not nutrition i don't consider it nutrition at all vitamins and minerals in meat are much more bioavailable to our organism than plant uh, vitamins and minerals so and there's no bad things there are no oxalates there are no phytic acid there's no no lectins that are come whatever the vitamin and mineral that you're looking for in a plant comes with these anti-nutrients so it kind of negates the fact that you're eating a nutrient period instead meat there are no anti-nutrients and will cause no inflammation
1: I mean, it's a pretty broad statement Um, folks are making like you about plants have anti-nutrients as we've been taught to believe for whatever, how long ever, that vegetables were good for us. I mean, everybody knows vegetables are good for you, right? Everybody knows that.
0: Well, it's a cheap source of energy, so... Well, so what do uh, you mean by cheap
1: source of energy, yeah.
0: Well, you can feed a lot of people with a cheaper source of energy. So, if... So I always this is how I describe it to my Italian um, patients. No, well, and if if I if I would describe it, I would say you know um, how uh, Robin Hood would poach from the king's um, lands mm-hmm. to give meat mm-hmm. to the poor. Right. It was mostly about the kings, and the same in Italy and feudal areas. The rich people had land and there were animals on that land. The poor people were farmers and the poor people had to make do, had to survive on plant foods. It was a holiday when you had meat. So what has happened since humans evolved agriculture, women have more children. Women used to have, when we were hunter-gatherers, would have one or two kids. They wouldn't get their period until they were 16, 17. All of that precocious menstruation, all of that has happened since um, we added carbohydrates to our diet in the form of wheat, form of rice. So um, you feed a lot more people with a cheaper source of nutrition. Unfortunately, that cheaper source of nutrition has drawbacks to it. If you eat it for centuries, we have the human today who diabetes didn't exist a couple of hundred years ago. It did. There are many no you have very rare cases of diabetes and there was the um i can't remember his name he wrote the on corpulence um in the 1870s or something he had diabetes and his doctor told him to remove all carbohydrates but it was much more rare mm-hmm. already in the 1800s people were eating a lot of carbohydrates. Um, Charles Dickens wrote about in in a Christmas story little uh, tiny Tim, yeah, his bones weren't formed properly, right, right he had right. to have crutches, yeah, what was missing animal protein, animal fat, uh, milk was a very expensive commodity in those days. people lived on uh, grains, oats, things like that hmm. so it's it's
1: is that similar to the idea of the western price where the jaws aren't formed yes, large, large yes, enough to yes. get enough teeth in there yeah. because of
0: Right. Absolutely. Fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah. So,
1: after a while, over thousands of years, our jaws just got smaller because we got more carbs, and that's why you have to go get half your teeth pulled out when you're a kid, right? Right. It's like, don't fit. It just don't fit. Right. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Wow. Um, Talk about the fats that you eat and how you eat them. Mm hmm.
0: Okay. I eat, um, I eat a decaf coffee because I removed all stimulants. So Mm -hmm. I have a decaf coffee with about three tablespoons of butter and Uh, I whip it because I'm in Italy and it's like a cappuccino. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll have, uh, four to five ounces of meat with some butter, uh, for lunch and I'll have the same for dinner. And if I get hungry working during the day, I make my own beef jerky. Uh, without any sugars and things and I'll put a piece of butter on that in between patients and chew on that quickly and then that's that's all I eat
1: that's all you eat
0: yeah, I'm about eat. To say that. yeah. That eight years eight years eight years
1: you've way. been doing that
0: eight years yeah I'm, yeah I might eat an egg yolk uh, mm-hmm. I don't really like egg whites that much my husband likes pork I'll have some of his pork chop but it's all all animal yeah,
1: yeah. you know I'm the same way with you with with eggs, and I just like the yolk more than, and I like them raw. But people keep saying, "Well, you have to eat the whole thing. It's a whole food." Is what do you, you no?
0: Well, no. The well, the the protein, the most of the protein is in the white. Oh yes. So when you're eating the yolk, you're getting the yolk has a really high bang for a buck of uh, trace minerals and things like that, and it has cholesterol. So I think that people say eat the whole thing because you're mitigating the fat that's in the yolk. By eating the protein. Yeah. To me, the protein is uh, a lot of people are, uh, do react to the protein in egg white. Huh. People who have autoimmune issues or thyroid issues or you know, they're sensitive to certain foods and it's usually the white and not the yolk. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned autoimmune. I noticed on your website you do quite a bit of work with thyroid folks, right? Mm-hmm. Low and high. Are you able Mm -hmm. to help folks solve their issues if you can get them on a high fat uh, carnivore diet
0: yes uh, definitely 75 percent and also i i uh, recommend iodine Lugol's iodine which is the raw material that thyroid hormone is made out of but also uh breast cysts breast fibroids uh uterine cysts and fibroids all these These things come from a lack of, or an iodine deficiency. So if the thyroid isn't getting enough iodine, um, sometimes the breast will take it or the thyroid will take it. And if there's not enough iodine to go around, uh, one of the other organs um, will become hyperplastic, will grow more of itself to try to trap more iodine. So a fibroid or a cyst is really just the tissue overcompensating for a deficiency
1: yeah you're very uh, unique in that there's so many folks out there well dr ray pete who's on regularly and some other people mm-hmm. just don't like iodine at all they just say don't do that but you disagree with that i mean you're
0: i disagree with that yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I, there's um, i mean radioactive iodine is definitely something you don't want it's it's an essential iodine is an essential mineral it's the the um, the thyroid is the first gland that forms in the fetus. Um, the thyroid made it possible for us. Iodine made it, you know, thyroid, a gland type of uh, thyroid gland, made it possible for us to crawl out of the water hmm. because we took the iodine with us. Um, yeah, there's 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 so many substances that interfere with iodine absorption. Unfortunately, fluoride, bromide, chloride,
1: which is everywhere, right?
0: Yeah, and which is everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people. Taking showers in uh, street water in the city, right? And and you know it's that's why we promote a shower filter that gets almost all that stuff out. So mm. um, if we uh, let's see, we we have a uh, um, Edgar Casey detoxified iodine that we use, I think.
0: Nation yeah. Nation iodine, yeah. Yeah,
1: I know. No, it's not Nation. This is another one that a fellow oh, that okay. researched Edgar Casey that he says he does. No, it, I know the,
0: tasty.
1: Yeah, it's Casey. So, how much would a reasonable dose be? Do we how do how do we know that?
0: Well, um, the important thing is it has to be brown, right? Right. Because it doesn't have elemental iodine if it's not brown. Um, I think that Lugol's iodine that Jean Lugol came up with, discovered, prepared uh, in eighteen ninety seven, is fine. It's actually the it's, best. It's fine. Uh, it's cheap and it's available um there is a uh, in the u.s guy abraham Ho- Ho- jose fleshes and brownstein mm-hmm. did studies uh, primarily guy abraham um did studies figuring out what uh how much you need to be sufficient in iodine and they have hakala labs i think it's in michigan does a 24-hour urine iodine uptake tests. So you take 50 milligrams of their product, which is Yoderol, and you ingest it, and they collect the urine for 24 hours. And depending upon how much because it's water soluble, and you pee it out, right? Mm -hmm. If you pee out a lot of iodine, then you're pretty sufficient, then you don't need to take a lot of iodine. If you don't pee out any, your body's holding on to it. So um what they came up with uh, in their research was that to top up a person when they are sufficient, two drops of uh, 12.5 milligrams of iodine, which is two drops of 5% oh, iodine. It's
1: two drops of, of, the, of the 5%, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Two do- two drops of the 5% of the Lugols, right. Correct.
0: Correct. If
1: if one's body temperature is right up there in the morning, a la Broda Barnes, Is that a good indication that that, that That Mr. Thyroid is happy?
0: That is a good indication. And even more, it's really important. I did a video on how important body temperature is for activating enzymes. So it's not just an indicator of the fact that your thyroid um, is working. It's important that all your enzymes are being activated because it takes a certain heat, certain body heat, to make everything physiologically oh, work, enzymes makes, are activated by heat.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So if, if morning morning temperature is ninety eight, or right at there, um, there you go. Do you do you you think you'd still need to take some iodine a little bit?
0: Oh yes, because right. all the other tissues needed—mucus-bearing uh, tissues, ah, nose, sinuses, vaginal tissue, uh, oh. Intestinal tissue, male prostate needs iodine. Women, breast, uterus, and ovaries need iodine.
1: And there's no other way to get it. I'm hearing you say salter and all that. You just can't do it.
0: No, they used to clean. Used to get it from dairy because they used to clean cows' teats in an in in an iodine solution. However, they replaced that with chloride which is an anti iodine <laughs> so it's no longer possible to get it from dairy um there are obviously we know that there are gortrogenic areas sure. in the u.s my family's from tennessee many women in my family had um, thyroid issues because they were born and raised in the gortrogenic area so mountainous areas won't have iodine F- switzerland was famous for having uh children with mental disabilities which broda barnes wrote quite a bit about in the uh in the 30s and 40s in 1894 the king of sardinia and liguria and the king was of both an island and the northern part of italy um mandated that iodine be put in salt because sardinia is mountainous and liguria is mountainous Mm. so there were um mentally disabled children being born because they were iodine deficient Unfortunately, salt, iodine, vaporizes very quickly. So the salt, once you open the package, the iodine just, poof, vaporizes and is gone. So that doesn't help enough.
1: Yeah. What's your favorite salt?
0: Oh, I just, I use a Himalayan or a pink salt. We don't get, we can't get, I would have to pay a lot to get Redmond salt, which is popular in the U.S. Yeah. Um... As long as it's a whole unbleached salt, it is a electrolyte because it has, it's not just sodium, it also has potassium chloride, magnesium chloride, all the electrolytes necessary.
1: Hmm. Does pure, um, what is it, um, pickling and canning salt, does, does that have all the good stuff in it too? Or is, have you know that salt? It's just, they call it pure no. pickling and canning. Dr. Hal Huggins used to recommend that one. You know, oh, yeah, I'm not
0: familiar with yeah. that.
1: It's we a, don't have it
0: here you in have, Italy. Yeah. They use uh acids, they use vinegars and Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, wow, in Italy not eating pasta, man, you're just like a, you should get an award for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, all our all our friends and neighbors think we're crazy. Yeah. But they do they do they are aware of the English breakfast. So, I would never pass for Italian the way I look anyway, and they just assumed that that's the way I eat because I'm an Anglo.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think about uh, many of the carnivore folks I've talked to are really uh, promoting the idea that they like this um, one meal a day, intermittent fasting. you think benefits mm-hmm. to that? Now, you just do two.
0: No, no. I Well, I, I consider the fat, the butter I eat a meal, Uh, for breakfast. No, I don't recommend fasting to, for women, uh, especially anybody who's been under any kind of stress. A lot of people think that fasting, well, they're told that it will jumpstart their mitochondria, these are most people who are also trying to lose weight. Um, Unfortunately, we hold on to energy. Energy, fat is energy. We need a little bit of fat to have a reserve of energy if there is stress. So, Fasting unfortunately signals the body that you are under stress. You're not eating, Ah. so signals can. um, There are certain people who can do it, but I don't. I don't. I never recommend it. I recommend small fat snacks throughout the day.
1: Yeah, the 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 folks that I I've had on that recommended, they're pretty big, huge, kind of muscular dudes. You know that are, you know that they eat maybe two 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 pounds of meat at a meal. You know I. I'm like you. I do five or six ounces, and I'm good. I only weigh 122 pounds. You don't look like you weigh much more than that yourself.
0: Yeah, Hmm. it depends on the obviously male athletic uh, eating five pounds a day of meat. That amount of fat on there um, will probably be enough fat. The excess protein they're eating, if they're doing a lot of resistance training, they need more protein because they're sure. burning through their own muscle fibers are being ripped every time they're doing these things. So more protein is needed to to regenerate those muscle fibers. Anybody who's not doing that regularly doesn't need uh, that protein and the excess protein will turn into glucose anyway.
1: Excess protein turns into glucose. Whoa. Yeah. That's curious.
0: Because it can't be metabolized. It won't become a ketone. Mm-hmm. It can only become a glucose. We can only metabolize. We only have two means of metabolism. So glycolysis and ketosis. And the protein will turn into a glucose.
1: And how would we know for... it's too t- much of it. Yeah, how would we know for over-the-top there with protein?
0: Oh, I don't know. It really depends on your activity level mm-hmm. and your build and depends yeah. on a lot, a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. But... Fat makes hormones and the reason I wrote the book is because I went into menopause and um, women are told that they need to take exogenous synthetic hormones which are terrible for them Uh, even younger in their 30s and 40s now they invented perimenopause in the 80s we make all the hormones we need out of the fat the cholesterol we eat the problem is that we start eating cholesterol in the 80s
1: I've met so many uh, ladies over the years that have done this uh, bioidentical thing, and
2: yeah, it, did, it never it
1: never worked out for them. You know, they tried and it just always trying to balance it out. You know, I just never got a lot of good reports on that from people.
0: No, bioidentical is just as synthetic. If it's from yams, it goes it goes into the laboratory maybe as yams, but it comes out as a synthetic, just like a yeah. just like they did. And originally, they made it from. The urine of horses and the urine of soldiers, and it's an extraction of the, you know, it's it's not your body makes it just fine That's if you're right. eating right.
1: Dr. Elizabeth Bright is with us. Patrick Timponi, one radio network dot com. It is a we're live here on a Tuesday morning, the fifteenth. Can you stay there for a moment? And we're going to do a little break, promote a couple of products. That's sure. how we make a living around here. And then we'll be back, and we're going to dig more into our book which is, how about fat many menopause? Ladies, and I mean, and there'll be a lot of questions there that I have. If you have one, why not email us and get it in as we're live here, patrick at one com, Or you can call 888 Something that I do every day. They say, don't do everything every day, but I do uh, sauna, I just think they're terrific. I I don't know why. It's just pretty good. I feel great. It's the Relaxed Far Infrared Sauna. We've been promoting this sauna for, let's see, I think 12, 13 years now. And this is a, you can see on the screen, it's a individual sauna where you sit. It comes with a very nice sturdy chair. Put a towel over that baby. And it gets hot. It's incredibly low EMFs. There's no radio frequencies. No electrical waves. There's some magnetic energy from the bottom of the... Because people always ask me, there's about um, um, point or something, 10 milliGauss from the floor to the bottom of the chair. Now, magnetic energy is from motors. Anything with a motor, refrigerator, juicer, Vitamix, um, whatever, has your car. You get that much uh, magnetic energy on your feet just driving in your car so I've been doing you know so that's that's all you get with this thing and it's not gonna hurt you in my opinion does certainly hasn't hurt me so um, these units are really nice they're quiet they have a timer on there so if you fall asleep and which often happens your head is out so you don't heat up your head and you'll sweat a lot I mean really sweat these are very nice units they're made at a medical university in Taiwan, and they've won several awards on the technology. So they have this chip that they put in there that did this uh, radio frequencies that, um, well, they just um, created a system that's really quite effective in the uh, far infrared light uh, kind of healing the body. It's very powerful. Another cool thing about these is that there are studies that have been done with these units, where they would do a little bit of a chelator of some kind and take your urine and find how much, um, you know, like arsenic or lead or anything you're dumping, do the sauna, and then do the urine thing again, and there, it, it, it comes out um, more just after the, the sauna. So that's very good indication that the body is detoxifying on a deeper level, not just through the skin which is pretty cool. The uh, best price ever that we're not allowed to put into print, but we do it here orally, is $1,295 delivered in the United States, 1295 We ship them all over the world. We ship them over to Italy where Dr. Bright is and um, Australia, New Zealand. Um, we've even shipped them to China, believe it or not, so, if just tell me where you live and I'll give you the best delivered price possible you're going to find anywhere. My email, the only way to get it is patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Just email me and I'll give you the best price possible, okay? We're with Daniel Vitalis from Sir Thrival. It's fair to say, Daniel, that the elk velvet antler could be a pro-euthanine kind of product as well as a kind of a pro-sexual kind of a product?
2: You know, it's a little bit of both and much more than that as well. You know, if you think about the antlers of an elk or a deer or a moose, these are the most rapidly growing mammalian tissues in nature and they fall off every year and they regenerate the following year. In order to do that, they contain a lot of hormonal substances that cause tissues to grow really rapidly So it's kind of like putting the youthful vigor of, you know, your prime back into your bloodstream. At the same time that it's doing that though, it's nourishing all the joints, it's nourishing all the connective of tissue of the body, keeping it elastic and juicy. So it's kind of like if you could combine a a nature-based steroid with an ultra-concentrated, collagen rich bone broth. And if you put those two things together, that'd give you something like what elk antler does, especially in this alcohol extract, which allows you to really absorb all those hormonal substances and all those growth factors that really keep tissues youthful and elastic. This great elk
1: velvet product, and ulcer Thrival. Yeah, yeah, it is really good. I've been taking it, and you know, don't go by me, because whatever I do, I'm crazy, so you end up crazy like me. But I have been taking I can say pretty regularly for 10 years or so um uh, i just had my 76th what they call birthday um few last week uh, my testosterone levels i got a measured i don't know i think it was 900 or something i don't you know the lab thing um and i'm getting more testosterone just by doing resistance training as well you can feel it oh and i wanted to ask dr thing about testosterone which is really interesting okay anyway so this is a great product pine pollen elk velvet antler these are two guy for guys also ladies have been known to do a little bit better increasing their testosterone levels and i'll ask dr bright if she agrees with that we've had ladies that feel better with um, a little bit of pine pollen going through menopause and this is just a natural thing from the trees it's not a synthetic it's just food you know pine pollen Anyway, so you can get it on Sir Thrival on com. Pine pollen and elk velvet antler. Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is com. We're talking with Dr. Elizabeth Bright, and as you can see from her, if I can put her up there, um, her website is... Come on, Patrick, you have the right button there, just try Bright. Patrick Timpone, one dot com. You can see her website is elizbright. E-L-I-Z Bright dot com. Mm-hmm. And you you do now consultations, Dr. Bright, with folks anywhere, now? Anywhere.
0: Yes. Yes, all over the world.
1: Wow. Wow. Uh, give me in general uh, the the reception you get or the ideas you get from people when you start talking to them about introducing more meat into their diet, which I suspect you do because it works, Mm -hmm. Um, um, do you get some curious uh, responses? Like, what do you, you know, like, really, meat? That's not good for me.
0: I I used to. uh, I did definitely in in Italy when I started uh, recommending it in in Italy, but many people um, who come now Have already heard about the carnivore diet or they've tried the carnivore diet or they are interested in trying the carnivore diet um, because it's the Uh, the carnivore sphere I guess they call it is pretty wide right now. There's a lot of People who are talking about it. There are a lot of videos out. So Uh, it's rare. I get somebody who many people have Been vegan in the past felt really terrible and go carnivore and feel tremendous benefits and there might be a few things Mm -hmm. that they need to um tinker because as you said there are a lot of gentlemen doctors who are very athletic and their version sometimes doesn't work for many women especially women who have been avoiding animal fat uh tremendously since they were vegan
1: as you know in human nature when we are doing something like when we're looking for a car Notice cars and when we're doing, you know. Uh, so I'm seeing a lot of it and hearing a lot about carnivore, but I'm wondering if it is just my awareness and my interest now because I've been on it for six months and I'm doing so well, or is there really? Can you just sense more people interested of late? The last couple of years,
0: I think so. I mean, people have been carnivore for a long time, and there was this. Uh, I mean, there are many people that have been continuously carnivore we just don't know about it but um i'm not talking about the Maasai. i'm talking about there was a guy in australia who was a roadie for i think the grateful dead who was called the bear who was carnivore for 50 years and um he died of a car accident so we can't ask him today how he was doing (laughs) he was 80s by now but um i would say i would say there is more Uh, we know that the rates of diabetes have skyrocketed people are Frustrated with not getting better from allopathic medicine, from the drugs, the surgeries, the. Uh, that's all that medicine has to offer, really. Um, doctors are not taught about nutrition. It's just not. That's not it. It's, yeah. not, it's not a subject for doctors. Um, so medicine really started with surgery, uh, you know, which is witches were doctors they were killed (laughs) for being witches because they had potions and they had they had plants that had which were actually medicine Chinese medicine is plants now it's much more Western but plants have medicinal um effects on the human body so that's why I wouldn't eat them because they are they have medicinal properties Valium comes from valerian root uh, all medicine started as plants until they isolated the active ingredient and they made it in a lab. So, I think that people are realizing that uh, medicine isn't helping them. It's great for getting hit by a car. It's for sure, it got to be put together. Yeah. Absolutely, but not for chronic. Yeah. Not. For
1: chronic so, I, mean, I guess even what uh, aspirin is, white willow or something like that, all these... Things come everything starts, everything starts with a plan yeah. And isn't it curious in nature how things that are cure cure can help people are actually on some level poisons?
0: Yes, they're suppressing something huh. medicine suppressing is suppressing your body's attempt to alert you to the fact that something is deficient and something is imbalanced. Mm-hmm. So suppression does not is not curing.
1: So let's talk about the ladies. We have a lot of ladies in that age group when they start to go through menopause. What exactly is menopause for us guys who don't know what's going on?
0: Well, well, women are... Having babies is very nutritionally expensive, and we live a very long time because we have menopause. Um, Chimpanzees don't have menopause, they keep having babies until they die, and they die in their So it's an evolution. It's an evolutionary event that actually made it so human women lived a really long time because if you kept on having babies, your women, I mean, if you think about women who have 12 kids as they did after many in agricultural societies, especially in places like Sicily, um, those women die pretty young. It's incredibly hard on the body being pregnant. So... We are naturally not supposed to have 12 kids. Menopause just ceases fertility. That's all it is. Nothing else is supposed to happen. You basically just stop menstruating. Really? You're not supposed to fall apart. You're not supposed to get Alzheimer's. You're not supposed to have your bones crack into many pieces. You're not supposed to have vaginal dryness. You're not supposed to all the things that are associated. And I go over every symptom that you, if you click, if you Google menopause, the seven dwarves of menopause, these horrible images come up. None of them have to do with menopause. Not a single one.
1: What do they have to do with?
0: Diet, dieting since an adolescence, avoiding fat since adolescence. We make all the ones we we need out of the fat we eat. Women who have menopausal symptoms have adrenal, have uh, compromised their adrenal function. The adrenals make 70, 85% of the testosterone, of the estrogen, of the DHEA, of the progesterone. The ovaries in women make a tiny, tiny percentage, and that is only for fertility. It has nothing to do with brain, cognitive function, bones, etc. Hmm.
1: So, um, when women go into menopause, that actually helps them to live longer. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Yeah, interesting. Uh, uh, I play around with some Taoist things, uh, Dr. Stephen Chang, and mm. th- there used to be a thing uh, called turning back the blood. Have you ever heard of that? And women no. could actually do, they used to do this in the Cleopatra days. They actually mm. would do exercises that would stop menstruation early, mm. and when they stopped menstruation, they quit aging, and it was called oh, yeah. turning back the blood. And you did a thing with your breast and, and the pressure on the vagina. And they used to do this. Uh, and, uh, and whenever they wanted to get pregnant, they would stop doing these exercises. They would start ovulating. It's pretty interesting. And they have a, yeah, yeah and they have a, Dr. Wright, I don't want to ask you about, they have a little system for men called the deer exercise. And it's about mm-hmm. cupping your testicles and rubbing your stomach in a certain way, and increases testosterone, libido, sexual strength. And I've noticed what? that when I do that, and I do it every day, I have for years and years. Um, sometimes it, part of it, this exercise is actually tapping the testicles, so you're, you just make those, you make everything stronger by tapping. It's like a qigong, you know. You're, Mm-hmm. tap
0: yeah I, I, i've studied kung fu oh well, you I'm probably
1: a, know that but i've noticed in many cases that when i do that i go into a deep relaxation and almost want to mm-hmm. go to sleep and i'm curious about that because if you're increasing testosterone wouldn't that be uh, opposite of of parasympathetic and sympathetic and do you know what i'm asking
0: well, yeah, sure, I do. I mean, I wouldn't think that testosterone. I, I would think that that would be a disservice to to men to think that testosterone is only vigor and and aggression, and it, it isn't. It's just there's balance. Your it's body balanced. needs balance. Oh, yeah, it's all about balance. The hormones have to be in balance. There's a cascade of hormones that are metabolized from cholesterol. Testosterone is before estrogen, um, so it just there are receptors in our in all tissues for these steroid hormones, and they have to be in balance.
1: And they're in balance because we eat enough fat, is what your book is about.
0: Yes, exactly. Adrenal function uh, is really important to that. If all of your fat, all of the fat you eat, the cholesterol, turns into cortisol because you're stressed all the time, you won't be making enough testosterone, progesterone, or estrogen. It'll all go to make cortisol because that is a steroid hormone as well. So, under duress, we make fewer, we don't make as much of the steroid hormones to fill the receptors.
1: So, uh, this is an email uh, that goes right along with what you just said from Robert. Does a meat only diet, zero carbs, cause an increase in stress hormones, adrenaline, and cortisol?
0: Uh, A high fat meat only diet will not do that. Um, I don't see why What is causes uh, higher stress would be fasting and a lot of carbs.
1: Fasting and a lot of carbs. So if one is on a carnivore diet and they're not hungry, do you still recommend doing a little something for breakfast or just wait until you get hungry?
0: I do. I do. Between seven and nine is when our cortisol reaches apex and that's when we want it to be highest. And you're replenishing that by eating some fat. It doesn't have to be a lot if you're not hungry, but it will help you throughout the day. A lot of people smoke cigarettes, eat candy, you know, have in Italy, for instance, they have- Drink coffee, yeah. Pastries and coffee. These are stimulants that, that will cause you to crash after your peak. Um, so stimulants are really not good for the adrenals.
1: I, yeah, exactly. So 7 to 9, that's curious. Isn't that stomach time in Chinese medicine too, right? Stomach time? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, oh, here's one from George. Patrick, oh, they always you know give me a hard time. Patrick talks about having spoonfuls of tallow. What does the doctor think about eating tallow, beef tallow?
0: Absolutely. Uh, It's a good fat. Um, Some people don't digest uh, liquid tallow very well, so they eat it frozen or they put dollops of it on, I say put it on wax paper and you have tallow chips, you refrigerate it. And some people do just fine with lots of liquid tallow. If you cook a bunch of beef short ribs, there's a lot of fat in those. Yeah or oxtail soup, there'll be a lot of tallow in that. That's the fat that's coming from the meat. Some people can eat that just fine. Some people uh, need to have smaller amounts of fat. Usually people with thyroid issues have a a deficiency in bile and gastric acid and hydrochloric acid. So that can often cause you not to be able to render the fat soluble for your intestines to absorb it.
1: So it's kind of a circle where you want to get everything going so the thyroid is happy and then it's gonna then it's gonna do its thing, right. Then it's gonna do its thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is uh, Leon. I'm joining the conversation. I wonder why most of the carnivore people Patrick has had on the air the last few months uh, don't talk about chicken or fish. They don't. Ah. They don't very much. They don't seem
0: to Right, right. Because ruminant meat is much higher in iron. Uh, chicken is higher in omega-6 because chickens are actually carnivores. They are supposed to eat worms. Good luck finding a chicken that eat worms. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> pigs are carnivores. Huh. Can't find any pigs that eat animals anymore, so they are, their ratio of fatty acids is higher in omega-6. That can be inflammatory in some cases. So ruminant meat is what we evolved. We evolved eating bison, mastodons, big animals like that. Chickens were pretty much, we turned them like dogs.
1: into domestic,
0: yeah. Food that would didn't eat grass that we could have in our backyard.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So ruminants are uh, animals with these stomachs that do the grass, right? And buffalo. Right.
0: They, eat the plants. they eat the plants for us, carnivores like to say. And they have... Um, a uh, higher, more bioavailable nutrition per square, you know, per gram than do chicken and chicken mm-hmm. especially.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh, you're in the land of olive oil. What about olive oil?
0: Yeah, I don't use any olive oil anymore. Olive I- oil, the Greeks used it to for flame, you know, it was a light. And they spread it on their skin. They eat a lot of meat. Um, I don't, it's become, it's a market. Yeah. Pooling. Famous for its olive oil, um, it's a market and good luck telling, I was telling my, uh, <laughs> my daughter's uh, partner the other day that we don't eat olive oil and he's Ligurian and his family has olive, Olive know,
1: trees. Yeah. Olive
0: trees. Tons of them. Um, it's good for fuel. You can't make hormones out of it. You can't make hormones out of avocado oil either. It has to be animal fat for you to make hormones. It can be energy. It can be calories. But it won't turn into testosterone.
1: Could it if it's a good olive oil, would it be used to get calories without being a negative effect on you?
0: I think olive oil's okay if it's yeah. stone pressed.
1: Yeah, they're real stuff, yeah.
0: Those horrible, horrible, you know, seed oils that are the Boom. really horrible inflammatory things.
1: They're they're really the bad guys, aren't they? The seed oils.
0: Yeah. Man. man. Yeah.
1: Can you have access to raw dairy, butter, cream there where you are?
0: No, but I don't eat any dairy. Oh, you I don't eat, eat any. Dairy. Dairy. I, I eat the butter I like. I don't eat any. I gave up cheese. Um, I just feel better without it. Mm-hmm. If I go to Greece and visit my son, I'll I'll get, eat yogurt for sure because it's sheep, yeah, high fat sheep's milk yogurt. Just as a you know, but I can't find that here. It's low fat here, just like it is
1: in just the just states. Like, yeah. yeah. So um, fish. Oh yeah. What about fish? What about
0: fish? I live in Italy and everybody eats fish here, especially on Fridays. Um, huh to me again low iron no iron actually low fat um i like fish but it can't be the backbone of my diet it's just not as nutritionally rich
1: so would it be just like an extra added attraction not necessary but yeah, we have fun sure if right. you want to have some and yeah, you know
0: sure absolutely fish is a lot more expensive in italy than meat anyway because the taxes
1: really with all the water yeah. I mean, you guys got right water there. everywhere you got right
0: a- I, could, I could go get it myself but but the people who who whose job it is to get it uh the taxes are really high in Puglia, they're crazy about octopus they pull octopus out of the water and they bang it and they eat it raw yeah they love raw fish here
1: wow, fish. uh from leela so i'm 48 starting to go into menopause and already, I just don't have a good time during my periods that are on or off. Are your, is your guest suggesting that high fat diet will help me to not have these problems?
0: I I am suggesting that. Yes. Read my book. It will explain why. It'll
1: explain why, rather than just jump into it. Right now, the book is called um, uh, "Good Fat." Good Good Fat is. Let me see. Pull it up here so I can read. Uh, good fat is Good for Women, Menopause, Elizabeth Bright. I guess available all over the famous places, Amazon and stuff like that. Yeah. And when did you write the book?
0: 2017.
1: Wow, it's been around, wow. Yeah. Do you do the ebook thing on Amazon or just a hardcover? Yes, oh, you do. Well, see, there you go. And even I can do that, and I'm not a geek, you know. <laughs> so you really dig into it on the book and tell, uh, explain the ladies exactly why this is going to help them, right?
0: Yes. Yes, I do.
1: Um, what about... What else did I have here on my notes? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How important do you think it is for... Ladies going through menopause to exercise.
0: I had a question about that a couple of days ago. Yeah. do
1: you think it's it's really important?
0: I don't think I think exercise is important at any time in our lives. Um, exercise doesn't make you lose weight. It keeps you mobile. It keeps you um, uh, agile. As a former kung fu pr- practitioner, I love being able to you know move my limbs in a way without any any restrictions definitely when we get older uh muscle tissue will keep us from breaking when we fall down I don't think you have to have huge muscles I just think muscles that I mean I have now go out mostly paddle boarding I don't do kung-fu uh-huh. much anymore paddle boarding I have the sea is a block away from me um, I have good muscle tissue it's really important to um I wouldn't say it's always important to to exercise, but not to the extent that they say for you to lose weight to prevent heart disease. It's just important for you to enjoy it. You shouldn't force yourself because if you're forcing yourself, it's going to become an adrenal stress. Uh, I think weight training is good for women, Um, resistance training, walking. uh, I don't think cardio is good because after 15 minutes if your heart rate is high for 15 minutes your your body goes into a stress response and it thinks you're running away from a tiger so usually you know anything more than that would become would make you put on weight because you would yeah. be stressed
1: yeah we recently talked to a fellow by the name of john Jaquish, phd and he's got a cool system with these bands you know so you just have oh, yeah. a constant pressure on the muscle this is what i'm doing I'm growing muscle, mm-hmm. i have more muscle today than I've ever had in my life doing this thing, and it's not, you never get sore, but he talked uh, quite a bit about this idea of doing burst exercise for just a minute, maybe, rather than mm-hmm. going out, and isn't it interesting, 30, 40 years ago, people were jogging for 25 miles, and it wasn't good.
0: Right? Yeah, I did that myself for years. Did yeah, you? Yeah, I, I did, I did, I was a runner, and... uh and that probably wasn't very good for my adrenals. And I would fight. I did kung fu fighting. I did sparring, and wow. that wasn't good for my adrenals either. So um, yeah, stay away from the uh, cardio.
1: Many of the people that have started cardio, uh, started carnivore, not going from a regular diet with the carbs and everything, have issues that early on with elimination and the amount of times we we poop. You know, we've been kind of talked into this idea when you're doing carbs and vegetables you got to poop a lot because you got a lot of fiber fiber fiber
0: right yeah right yeah talk a a bit about that your
1: experience and how you work with people with that when they get constipated they think they're constipated.
0: um I do think that one should have a bowel movement every one to two days I don't think that it's good to go a week there's something wrong there usually it's a thyroid issue uh, because hypothyroidism causes constipation definitely less volume in the feces um, much 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 smaller because as you said there's no fiber there's right. there's hardly any to eliminate um if you're eating only meat and fat so a high fat diet can if there are is if there is constipation sometimes that helps smooth it out uh, yeah but um some people have loose stool if they're on a carnivore diet or a high fat carnivore diet because they have they don't have they have been avoiding fat or meat for a long time, and they don't have the digestive mechanics. I mean, you need bile. You need um, enzymes, not the ones that come in a bottle because those are much pretty much for plant eaters. Um, you need hydrochloric acid. These are the digestive mechanics that you've lost because you haven't eaten fat mm-hmm. for so many years. Mm-hmm. There's something called lipogold in the U.S., which has protease and lipase, which would be good for a transitionary supplement until your body's adapted.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Newton wants to know, does Dr. Bright think there's an advantage to doing more wild animals than cows, such as buffalo or deer or or elk and moose and things like that?
0: Not necessarily. Those are pretty lean. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with all the cows eat grass for most of their lives. The ones that are grain-finished are fattened up I think something like a wagyu is extreme, and that's pretty. That's kind of a, like a lab animal, with a wagyu steak. But I don't. Um, I think that those animals are fine to eat. I think that you might have to add some fat, definitely, if you're on a high-fat carnivore diet, because they're leaner than the beef you get. So
1: are you thinking that if we, even if we're doing grass-fed, grain finished, they have a little bit more fat? That that's good stuff and doesn't necessarily have to be grass finished as well. How do you, what's your opinion? Correct. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Any evidence that if cows eat GMO corn or stuff like that, that we get it?
0: Well, you know, the omega 6 would be a little bit higher than it would be regular if you had grass finished, but it has to be sustainable. If you can't afford it, it's, you're not going to buy it and you're not going to get healthy. So I would say, mm-hmm. Yeah, you go to McDonald's and those things are fried in seed oils, yeah. but it's still better eating burrito, you know, Cheetos and uh, pancakes at IHOP.
1: Right. That's a people argue that say even the worst meat ever is still better than what you're probably eating now. Yeah. Do you believe yeah, that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I do. Yeah. I do. I mean, you can live on cans of sardines if you, it, it would be better hot dogs than um, pastries and uh, yeah. bread. Yeah.
1: So there's no doubt with all of these years working on this that carbs like rice and pasta, cookies, cakes, crackers, and all this stuff is the cause of diabetes. Is the cause.
0: No, 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 no doubt. doubt at all. No doubt at all. No uh, doubt.
1: Really something too, I've been testing my blood sugar just for fun and like in the morning sometimes it's 60. Yeah. 50. I mean, and I've... And, you know, when I do writing, you know, I'm a screenwriter on the off and I can just go three, four, five, six hours and I I just I'm steady. You know, the blood sugar being stable is is, is really interesting, isn't it? Whoa. Do you feel like that most of your day?
0: Oh, absolutely. The whole world what? is out at eleven o'clock or standing by the coffee machine, having a smoke, having a cigarette, having right. a paste. Right. At three o'clock they're out there doing it again because they don't have balanced blood sugar. If you eat the way, you know, a high-fat carnivore diet, your blood sugar will be balanced and you will not have these adrenal crashes because it's the adrenal glands, your sympathetic nervous system that is crashing. And that makes people hangry. They have that word, hangry. (laughs) Makes people
1: hangry. Goodness knows we have enough angry people around the world without adding to it, right? Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Final one, then we'll let you go. Uh, From... uh, Shikra, that's an interesting name. I've been doing carnivore diet I have about two or three months now. I feel good, but I'm having problems sleeping. I just my body doesn't get tired. Hmm.
0: Mm. I would question the. I have a piece of fat before I go to bed. A lot of my patients improve their sleep by having a bedtime snack of fat. Just poof. you may not you may not be getting enough fat yeah. in your diet. It's so a carnivore a- diet. It's a high-fat carnivore diet.
1: So the fat would kind of settle things down in the brain and everything? Yeah.
0: It lowers cortisol. Yeah. There, are, there are recent papers that demonstrate that a, fa- a high-fat diet lowered cortisol when a protein diet or a uh, carbohydrate diet did mm-hmm. not.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I said final, but a new one just came in from Craig. So is it really possible that these carnivore people that sell this idea of a of a ribeye steak has everything that we need is that possible
0: yes um, some people might need more fat some Mm -hmm. people might need to add some butter to that or some tallow to that women especially but yes vitamins and minerals Hmm. all the amino acids yes
1: so women need more fat and your book is about to actually need more fat than guys do
0: yeah to some extent yeah make a lot of hormones uh tissues breasts ovaries um, got we have you know more sexual characteristics
1: yeah you than, do. Uh, I'm gl- and well, I'm, gl- I'm glad well. about that too you know <laughs> well,
0: dr well, bra and, and, and women have been starving themselves since they were teenagers yeah that that's yeah. mostly why women yeah. have not allowed them
1: look what happened during the the Atkins thing remember that yes, and gals yes. were just they're trying to do this without fat. And it, it was just a bomb, wasn't it? It didn't work. It just didn't work. Yeah. It just didn't work. Oh, I want to ask you about this. What do you think? My, my current theories are kind of leaning to the idea that I don't want to try to kill anything in my body, but I don't want to, you know, kind of add to your, to your answer. You don't want to please me. But is it possible that parasites are around for a reason and we don't need to kill them?
0: Um, I would say that if you have bad parasites, Lugol's iodine will take care of them.
1: What's the difference between bad ones and good ones? How would you know?
0: I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I I think that the carnivore gut is completely different. The microbiome in the carnivore gut is completely different than the plant-based one. Uh, It takes two weeks for the entire population to switch over. There's die-off when the candida and all those guys die. Um, Parasites are different. I mean, Mm -hmm. hookworm is not something you want to have in your body. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We're talking about things that live. uh, I mean, this whole thing with the microbiome and the good bacteria that they studied. Seed, a lot of uh, cultures in Africa eating a lot of seeds. That's what the statistics come from. So we don't have any statistics for carnivore guts or supplements for carnivore guts. Um, I just think it's evolutionary, yeah. evolutionarily the way we're supposed to eat.
1: Uh, Nancy writes in, Morning, I thought for Wagyu, Wagyu was a very high-fat steak.
0: I don't think it so. It is. Is
1: it? Oh, it is?
0: It is a very high-fat steak. But the animals are treated in a way, it's like a foie gras. You know, they are...
1: They're, oh, they're force-fed and all not you know. It's not
0: natural. It's not I,
1: natural. I didn't know what it was, and I paid like $22 a pound for a Wagyu steak a couple of weeks ago. I didn't find it... I don't know. I didn't even like it, really. There was something weird about it, but I, you know, just maybe I didn't cook it properly, you know. Yeah. Well, Dr. Bright, you're a pleasure to talk to. Thanks for being here. And, uh, Thank you uh your good karma baby being in italy man i tell you what true wow. <laughs> check out your book it is called good fat is good for women menopause elizabeth, elizabeth bright her website is elizbright.com right yeah yeah
0: that's correct
1: thank you so much for being here it's a, been a pleasure to have you thanks for coming on thanks,
0: patrick. all right thank dude, you patrick
1: take care of yourself dr elizabeth Bye-bye. bright she's out of italy Wow, that's fun. She's cool. Huh? You know, I, it's it's interesting. Um, I, I, I knew about her, and but I didn't realize she was such a carnivore. Seriously, I know you think that this was a plant because I like the carnivore thing. I didn't realize she was totally a carnivore like she is. It was kind of a pleasant surprise because, you know, I love it. Okay, we're going we're gonna to team up here. We're going to just take a quick break, and then in about 40 minutes, you are going to be joined by Dr. Andrew Kaufman, and we're going to find out what he's up to since... Show me the virus thing is, I don't know if it's peaked or where it's going to go from here. Well, stay there. We're going to see you in about 40 minutes. Take care of yourself. Be right back. Be right back. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is Juan Radio Network.com.